little ones, the Sleep Manual Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, The Sleep Manual. I'm Nikki and I'm here with my Little Ones co-founder, Amanda. Hi. Here at Little Ones, we help families with their baby and toddler's sleep and over the last seven years, we've helped over 300,000 parents just like you. We're here if you need a hand too. Simply visit us at littleones.co and we can get started on solving your current sleep challenges. Today, we are looking at the pretty big and often controversial topic of (laughs) night weaning and how you can achieve this with your baby or toddler. Yep, this is a big and sometimes very controversial topic, but in this episode we'll explain to you when you might consider night weaning, how to rule out other factors for your little one's night waking, and then some steps to guide you through night weaning. So, let's get started. Sounds good to me. Now, listen, first of all, we're going to talk about something that actually we talked about in our myth Um, Yes, Baby Sleep Myths podcast, and that is that your baby might not be hungry every time they wake. And that is something that I think definitely as a first-time parent, you almost don't consider that there's other reasons that your baby is waking. Because I think we just get stuck in this, your baby's going to wake in the night. So they must be hungry. Yeah, so anytime they're waking, they must be hungry. Um, It's not true. I guess we need to have a bit of a caveat here. We're not telling you for your baby under three months to not actually feed them if they need feeding. You know, we're yep, not trying 100%. to night wean in any way. Absolutely not. By sleep training and not feeding your baby at those times. What we would recommend is that you do always look at the daytime sleeps, their naps, and making sure that their total day sleep is on point. That Everything is lined up for great con- um, sleep. And at night, if you are doing all of those things correctly and, and, and your baby is loving sleep, then your baby will naturally start sleeping well at night. And this is where then every wake sometimes does become a, a feed because they've mm. already started to consolidate those nights, um, that night, you know, for a longer chunk. But like Nikki's got a an anecdote here I think of a little story about what happened with her first yeah yeah so like I said when you had your when we had our eldest our first child and we're so in hindsight like how unbelievably clueless we were we just I don't know what we expected but I just want to almost want to go back and slap my past self and be like what is wrong with you just like anyways I don't know somehow blissfully unaware yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, something like that. But she, um, I mean, she, uh, I say she was a horrific sleeper, but it wasn't her that was a horrific sleeper. It was us not knowing how to help her to be a good sleeper. Yeah. Is what it actually was. And and she was waking a lot. And um, and it actually got to the point where I was at the doctor's one day, and I can't now remember why. It was either, might have been actually she used, she had this, um, little infection in her ear from swimming, from going to those baby swim classes. Anyway, and I happened to say to one of the nurses, oh, you know, she's waking however frequently it was in the night. And the nurse said to me, she's not getting cold, is she? And it was honestly that one comment, and clearly I've remembered it for all mm. these years. She's 12 and a half now. And I just went, huh, like there's, Oh, other reasons. Other reasons, (laughs) yeah. That and so interestingly, 
the next night, well, that night when she woke, I kind of was like, let's just see. And I remember actually like feeling like not, like I, I normally I'd leave her in her swaddle and I'd pick her up and feed her and put her back in her bed. But I unswaddled her and I felt her body and she was cold. And so the next night I chucked on a couple more layers underneath her swaddle and it made so much difference. Mm. And it was the first time that I kind of went, hang on, what if it's not <laughs> always hunger? And so knowing what we know now, of course, and um, with It was probably ones, a bunch of things, but not, also cold. And it was definitely <laughs> a bunch of things. But, um, but you know, if your baby is waking 10,000 times a night, it's, it's, it could be that they were overtired from the day. It could be that they were just not tired enough to sleep better at night because they've napped too much during the this day. This was my first when she was extra yeah. little. She would just wake in the night for a large chunk of time. and I, But she was just lying there silently. She didn't make a, a noise. She would just lie there. And I could see this because I was watching her on the video Stalking monitor, her. freaking out that she wasn't sleeping because it was nighttime, you know, and they have to sleep. Um, <laughs> so... Then, then I was I figured out that actually she had just slept already her total hours of sleep, but she'd done it during the day instead yeah. of at night time. So as soon as I started trimming back those naps during the day, I actually was over by roughly an hour and a half to two mm. hours in nap time during the day. The night consolidated again. But if you've got a baby that it doesn't have like a nice quiet temper- temperament like that, they will wake, they will yeah. cry out, scream. Mm-hmm. and they will scream, and potentially you'll assume that they're, they're hungry. So, And the other thing is, because, I mean, we're talking a bit about very young babies here, but in an older baby too, a baby that's six, seven, eight months old, and is, or even older actually, I saw some comments on one of our TikTok videos the other day about someone whose one-year-old baby was still waking every two hours. Oh my goodness. Overnight, yeah. Poor and, woman. And um, they were, you know, they're feeding them at all these wakes. That's not hunger, especially no. at that age. That is actually because your little one cannot self-settle. And that's a really big reason that people with older babies presume, they presume their little one is waking from hunger. Um, I'll tell you this, if it's every two hours, it's not hunger. It's that they, they're they relying on sucking, mm. so feeding, to get back to sleep because that's the only way they know how to go to sleep or how to go back to sleep between those sleep cycles. So that is, that's less of a case of night weaning and more of a case on needing to work on self-settling at that point. Yeah. Um, so, let's, so let's presume you've ruled out these things and you're fairly confident your little one is actually waking for milk in the night. How do you know then if your baby actually needs that much milk overnight? Because like I said, some of these comments I read, and you know, we've, we've heard this for years, people genuinely think that their toddler even needs three or four bottles of milk a night. Mm. That they're, And they'll justify you know, this by, oh, but I have a drink in the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <gasps> or, or no, they're justifying it because the toddler is drinking these yes. bottles. Yeah, well, overnight. that's true. Of course true. they are. Of course they are. I would love to have a nice little milky drink overnight too. But, or a gin. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> so and one way that is um, super obvious is, well, may, may, obviously it isn't obvious, but one way to figure <laughs> out if those feeds overnight aren't actually required is they are not feeding very well at 
their first feed of the day, which is usually mm. seven o'clock in the morning. Well, if for some reason, feed, yeah. yeah, the breakfast feed, if for some reason they've had a bunch of feeds overnight and then all of a sudden you're actually feeding them at eight or nine o'clock, but they've actually woken up at seven, they mm. aren't hungry. So, yeah. um, they're not hungry because they've had their calories overnight. Um, yeah. Another another good um, indicator is for babies over that six months bracket, and this was one of my friend's babies, is that she would do all these big bottle feeds overnight, and then she just kept on telling me, oh, he's not ready for solids, he's not ready for solids. Yeah, not he's interested in solids. Not yeah. interested in solids. It's mm. because he's not hungry. That's mm-hmm. why he's not interested in solids. So um, so look at that calorie intake during the day because obviously mm. that's where we want them to yeah. take their food. And so if your baby is of the age where they should really be starting to get pretty established on solids mm. but they're still having a lot of milk in the night, that's actually going to adversely affect their ability to get started as much as they need to get started on. And then it's a, and then it's a knock-on effect like yeah. you've just described. So they're exactly. too full to take the solids. But then if they had the solids, they w- it would help with their night sleep. And we're talking about in an older baby. Certainly when your baby's six months old and you first start them on solids, it's not going to make much of a difference mm. to their sleep because they're taking such a small quantity. Um, another, we do just have to put in a little note here about newborns um, because for sure they definitely need milk in the night. That goes yeah. without saying. And um, But a couple of things just to, to point out there is that if they can go longer than say two hours or three sometimes hours. three hours during the day between feeds, it means they're definitely capable of doing that at night too. So if you're a newborn or your baby under sort of, well, under four months really, if they're waking every two hours still in the night, then it's probably not for genuine hunger every time. And so maybe start having a look at these other things that we've talked about and making sure that they have enough feed opportunities during the day as well. Um, And I'll tell you this too, as we just explained earlier, that age your little one's age is an indicator as to whether they need that much milk overnight. A child over one mm. doesn't actually need any milk in the night nutritionally. They're, if they're having solid meals during the day plus snacks plus a couple of milk feeds during the day, which you would still expect them to be having at, at that age, they do not need milk in the night. Um, and you really do need to start looking at night weaning. Yeah. So the big one. Yeah. How do we do it? (laughs) All right. So first of all, as we already talked about, line up the daytime. Make sure that their uh, day is on point, that their naps are perfect, the nap lengths are perfect, that their total day sleep is great, and -hmm. this will help your nights immensely. And often just working out those awake times and those naps will actually just immediately help your night without even having to do anything. Yeah. Another thing is we've already touched on is the sleep environment, making sure they're not cold, they're not hot, Mm -hmm. that they've got a swaddle on, that they are in a dark room, that they've got Mm -hmm. white noise. So make sure all of those factors are are not affecting your nighttime because they certainly can. And And they're really easy to to rule out. Like start there. Yep. Don't just go straight in and go, It's def- I definitely need to wean them off milk during the night. How do I do it? Do this other stuff first 
Because honestly, like 50% of the time, yep. there'll be a massive improvement to those nights just because of the, this other stuff. And it's and it's easy to do the other stuff. This The night weaning is a bit harder. Yeah. So do the easy stuff first. Do the easy stuff first. And then if you're still getting night wakes and you are absolutely sure that it is still hunger, then what you can do if you've got a baby that we sort of would not be expecting to wake so many times over the night you can then start gradually reducing the feed so I wouldn't reduce you don't want to do it cold turkey because then they actually will genuinely wake hungry because you've been feeding them overnight they've Mm. got to start taking those other feeds somewhere else so and I'll just add in there Amanda that what um, food or milk in this instance calories is a body clock trigger Yes. So your little one has been used to taking these feeds at, at these times overnight. And so they actually, in an older baby, will start waking for that feed because yeah. they their body will tell them they're hungry at that time. So you can't, yeah, you can't just go cold turkey. You have to... You have to do. We have to do a slow adjustment, so we redistribute those calories elsewhere else. during the day. So, how you would do this is you would gradually reduce the quantity of milk. Now, it sounds easy, and um, <laughs> this is potentially where bottle feeding actually is easier because you can reduce it by thirty mils. Reduce the bottle that you're giving your baby by thirty mils or one ounce every three days okay so then that gives them the chance to get that 30 mils or one ounce during the day somewhere Mm. Um, if you're still breastfeeding totally fine you would reduce the feed by five minutes so you would actually pull your baby off before they have finished because you want them to feed again during the day instead of at Mm -hmm. night so you can do it that way that's the way that um I reduced my girl's dream feeds and it works Mm -hmm. brilliantly. And by the time you're down to either five, 10 minutes of a breastfeed or 60 mils of 60 mils or two ounces of a bottle, this is where you then don't need to do the feed anymore. It's not a feed that Mm. a baby needs to take those calories in. Now they can easily skip that feed. So you would resettle then instead of feeding them. So another option though would be to feed at every second wake. If they're waking, Mm. like Nikki said, if they're waking quite often and it's not just one or two feeds, if they're waking every two hours, say, you could uh, just feed at the first feed and then resettle at the next feed because these Mm. babies, they can go four hours Mm. if they're over the age of when we would expect them to be sleeping longer so and and your goal with the resettle is i mean have a completely hands-on settling method like side settle them in their beds or pat them or rock them or do something to actively settle them to sleep that isn't feeding because the feeding is the stronger association so once the once they're okay with being settled by another means then you can start looking at weaning them off that but getting them away from the feeding in the night is the key to start with um just going back to what you were talking about amanda with reducing the quantity of the milk for a toddler what Mm. another option to do is to dilute the milk as well as reducing the quantity of it so it's not as appealing like dilute it with water if, if they're having a bottle and then obviously reducing the quantity but you can continue to dilute it and dilute it and dilute it so it's Mm. eventually almost nothing more than water 
and then it's just not worth them waking up. If it's a toddler, you will then have to also implement an additional um, like a behavioral method at this point and mm. do what we would call a silent return or a check-in method or something like that. And we've got information about these in our toddler sleep podcast um, because you are going to start dealing with behavior as well at that and point. And habit. Well, it is That's habit. Right. Yeah. There. Also, in a baby who's over sort of seven or eight months old, we would also actually quite strongly if it was a, well, if it was a feed to sleep association, yes. I think is where you're going. Yes, yeah, suggest giving them a pacifier. Um, if they're if they're waking just to be fed to sleep, um, give them a pacifier, and they're still getting that sucking, which is the sleep association that they're used to and that they're looking for. However, they're not taking any calories with it, so it's not adversely affecting their calorie intake during the day. It's not becoming a habit wake due to that calorie body clock response that uh, the pacifier is also great if you're doing that feed at one wake and resettle it the other wake as well um we would just recommend not using it in a baby younger than about seven or eight months because they cannot put it in themselves mm. and then you're into a um a completely different stage of hell with it falling out all night long and you having to replace it <laughs> So hopefully that gives you some food for thought and a starting point of if you're thinking about night weaning your little one. Mm. Thanks for listening today. Please check out our other podcasts for much more sleep advice. Or if you're in need of any further help, make sure you visit our website at littleones.co or download our app, which we can guide you through any sleep challenge that you're facing from there. We'll talk to you in the next one. This is Little Ones. The Sleep Manual Podcast.